found on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpactsPreown.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on a real fall first uh, Saturday of the year. And it feels like it out it there, doesn't it? It feels good out there. It, it feels real good. What doesn't feel good is when you push the button on a 2018 Mustang and it doesn't start. That didn't feel too good. So uh just kind of sits there and laughs at you. Yeah, it does. It clicks at you like a like a rattlesnake or something. And uh Ronnie had to come pick me up, so we didn't have time to get Greg, who said that's okay. I got the guests lined up for you. Come get me afterwards for Natalie. And uh so sorry about that, Greg. Uh we will make it up to you, but just take a day off, relax, heal up a little more. And uh so Ronnie picked me up and uh Alan, you think you can get me started when we go home? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely get you started. Well, i tell you what. That device you showed me, I, I'm going to be in possession of one of those by the end of the day if that's uh, the, uh, what's it called, a whistler going, j- jump and go? Jump and go. Jump and go. And it works. It works. It works on something as massive as a Mustang. Oh, yes. All right. Well, it's a rough start to, uh, to the show and uh, – I apologize to Greg again, or he would have been here. He was ready to go and had us a, has us a great guest lined up. We didn't have her own last year. No, it's been a while. But we've got Linda Vaughn, who is uh, pretty much considered the queen of, uh, or the first lady of motorsports. She is in the Motorsports Hall of Fame in right. Talladega, Alabama. And uh, just don't ask her about her divorce this time. Yes. <laughs> Ronnie did that two years ago. And she didn't like it too much. She was not fond of that question. No, but we, uh, that's not why we didn't have her last year. It's just that Greg lines up the guests and for some reason he didn't get her. And, uh, we were talking about who to get this week and it just dawned on me that we didn't have her last year. So, uh, in fact, I had read something about her in the online, uh, August uh, 11th was her 79th birthday. And they had, I think it was at the motorsports hall of fame in Talladega, um, Linda Vaughn day. So it was kind of a big deal. I remember that. So, uh, she'll be on at 11 o'clock and tell us about what it was like to, uh, actually what it's still like, because she, uh, has probably has changed physically a little bit as you would between your teen years and your, your, uh, seventies. Octogenarian years. Well, she's not quite, she's one, one short. Yeah. She's a, what's that? A septuagenarian. Yeah. I would not as that up to her either. As are we. Yes. Or I, yeah. I got I got another uh, two months. Okay. Well, I am. So anyway, we'll talk to Linda and find out about how it was. I don't know if I want to ask her this again, but she said David Pearson was the best kisser, and she's kissed a lot of people. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if he still is or not. Well, but she never kissed me, so how can she say best? You ain't never won nothing. Well, that's true. Well, but your boys lost last night, and I sorry about that for you. The Burns High Rebels. What is that you you've got on there? This is my granddaughter's team. Oh, who she play for? Louisville. She's, uh, it's got an she, L. Yeah, well, it's Landrum. Oh, okay. She she's on the Landrum Middle School volleyball team. 
All right. Well, that's great. And so uh, now I have divided loyalties. Well, she's, uh, um, I'm sure, doing well. How are they doing? Undefeated so far. Well, that sounds great. Alan, is there much going on around here? I know it's a. a you, well, we've had a little bit going on, but they are uh, winding their seasons down around here locally, uh, having big two-day shows. Uh, going to have a big one coming up. It'll be this coming Friday night at, at Cherokee Speedway. But uh, like I say, your regular seasons are winding down. They are finishing up on the points and uh, starting to announce who all their points champions are at your local racetracks. So, uh, but uh, – they're going to have a pretty good night of racing going on, I think, over at Traverse Rest Speedway tonight. And uh, like you said, cool moisture keeps coming up out of that racetrack on dirt, That's not like asphalt. And uh, They like that. Come, yeah, they like it because it, it makes it go fast. And uh, your motors like it's cool weather. Run a whole lot cooler. Cooler means faster. I've always heard that. Now, let me ask you something now because uh, I always thought that had something to do with the carburetor. But a lot of cars don't have carburetors anymore. Is it still? still uh, no, it's still carburetor on dirt. We still, okay. uh, we still naturally aspirated motors and uh, carburetors. Uh, we was limited to a 650 Holly last uh, last times we was racing, and pretty much the same. And uh, like I said, but uh, cooler, that cooler weather makes uh, cool cool air makes more compression. So it's just like uh, cutting your cylinders down and uh, making the uh, Making more compression. Well, it hurts you, you know hurts your car battery though, doesn't well, it? Well, put it this way, uh remember in NASCAR we used to pack ice on top of the intake till NASCAR made us quit doing that. And uh that was just for qualifying purposes. Hmm. I remember something about that. Yep. Was it regular ice or dry ice? Uh it was regular uh, just as long as it was cold. Very cold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, them boys is uh you know used to we used to put regular air in tires now we all put nitrogen in tires because nitrogen does not grow when it gets hot okay. whereas natural natural air whenever it expands it gets hot in the tire it expands guess what it does it changes the setup of your car well now you're bringing up questions I, I had one there about you said earlier about that might have affected the cool weather of my battery this morning yeah but that but before i forget this question because i'm so uh forgetful these days you um so old <sighs> yeah i'm mean, old you know your normal life of a battery nowadays is four to five years and well, after I'm, that just what it something about this cool weather change everything else uh it, it, it'll let you know well I it mean, was it's well, a 2019 well but anyway but what i was going to ask you before i forget the uh you, you they they put the air in the tire, or they, they change tires in a NASCAR race. Yes. And then they talk. I remember Walter used to talk about this, Daryl, all the time on the air. And it takes a few laps, they would say, for it to uh, heat up. Yeah. Heat up. And the tires to, yeah. uh, you know, expand. Yeah. And, and they'd even but, drag a little but, bit when yeah, they first they, put them on. They'll still expand just a little bit. Not as much as you would with uh, natural, natural air. Okay. Whatever, but uh, so with nitrogen, it happens too. Uh, just a little bit, not not severe. That's you know, I, uh, we're gonna get back to the day of uh, everybody used to lock by Earnhardt with the bias ply tire. Yeah, he, he liked them. Oh, he loved them. But yeah. Whenever you went over to that radial tire, the radial tire does not grow like the bias ply tire. I mean, sometimes you'd have almost an inch of change in diameter of the tire during the run. Well, guess what? If it if it growed further on the 
I mean, higher on the right side than it did the left side. That meant it put more stagger in the car, which made the car looser. And uh, that's, uh, I'll put it this way. Everybody, Ricky, if he's listening, we'd go to South Boston. Ricky'd let me out of the truck and said, run to the tire truck and find the biggest tire that you can in that truck. They'd have, they got maker marks on the side of them. It's just a yellow chalk mark. It tells you how big that tire comes out of a mold whenever they pull a ruler around it. And you find the biggest one you could out of that tire truck. And we was kind of pretty much first one in there because Larry was Bush Grand National Points champion. We're talking about the Pearson boys. Yes, sir. And uh, I'd find that big right front. And as that tire grew during the race, it just made that car keep making that car tighter and tighter because the right front would grow. We'd put pressure on the left rear. And you'd want to plant the left rear tire and it'd keep and as long as you kept making the left rear grab, it was taking more stress off the right rear. So, uh, guess what? It's, it's just uh, kind of like our last week, uh, Chris Busher and stuff. I mean, you know, our winner in our yeah in our Cup Series yep. last week. And uh, he just come on strong with two tires right. at last pit stop. Well, guess what? If he changed right side tires, left the left sides up, right sides were smaller so that that meant his car is going to be tighter during the first run and he won the race and, and he, uh, run. he, he won. won it not particularly close and uh that was his first win and 222 starts i think it was it's going yeah. going yeah. back to uh i can't remember where it was now when the last time he won but uh yeah that was good to see that was roush and in fact roush's uh um other Sort of halfway team car, the one with Keselowski. He I, he ran good too. In fact, I, he might have even started on the pole. I got it right here. Uh, it seems like a long time ago, last Saturday night when I watched that race. But uh, uh, yeah, Bush started way back in twentieth place, and and of course uh, they're getting on into the playoffs now. And we got to talk a little bit about uh, Jeremy here. No, Eric Almarola was on the pole, but anyway. Um, Today at 3.30, the Xfinity cars run, and Jeremy Clements is uh, starting eighth in the playoffs. Boy, you know, we wish him the very best, and they're down at Texas, and uh, I'll touch on it a little bit later when we get to the results, but uh, he's not all that great at Texas, or his finishes haven't been that great, and his qualifying hasn't been that good, and uh, um, he will probably... uh, He's probably, it seems like I remember him running fairly well in the race and something something happening towards the end. But uh, anyway, he just needs to survive, and uh, it, that's a fast track, and get to the uh, uh, next round of the playoffs. We just take it, uh, I hate this trite saying, but, you know, just take it one race at a time and get through Texas and uh, make it to Talladega where anybody could win. So, uh, well, cliches are cliches for a reason. A lot of times they're true. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is true. And, uh, that's a cliche, but we will, um, uh, I heard Jeremy on, uh, open mic daily with Alex Smith earlier this week on Wednesday. And I didn't really have any excuse other than, uh, they just missed it at Bristol. He said that they, uh, started out one way and tried to correct it and they maybe went too far the other way and they just, they never they never got it uh, lined up again. I think by the time they finally had it dialed in, the race was over. Uh, so, but we'll be pulling for Jeremy hard. That will be on USA at three thirty this afternoon. In fact, I think Xfinity qualifying, and I'm doing this off the top of my head. I got it over here somewhere. Um, 
I think they qualify at 1030 followed by the cup qualifying. So uh, that'll be a good indication of how uh, but uh, Jeremy runs. But, you know, we talked last week at Bristol where he was, I mean, thousandth of a second off the pole, you know, and it's just it's just so minuscule. It's so exact that it's hard to imagine. You can't make that little bit up someplace, but that's the difference between starting first and starting 20th. Right. So, uh, so, uh, say we got a little bit of action going on today, Alan, and, uh, how's, uh, how's other things going like fishing hole and, uh, wrestling and uh, they don't care if it's, well, uh, I watched just a little bit of wrestling, but, uh, last night had wrestling on, but I come in, I was tired, uh, been working a little bit here lately, trying to finish up some things. And, uh, I thought I was going to have to call in a favor to get my, my, your favorite guest come in today and substitute for me, but uh, her school district, uh, the bus driver had a heart attack last night and passed away, and she is last uh, night. Yes. Oh and, uh, no. She is a communication director for District One Schools now, so she has to make a deal at ten thirty today, and mm. so uh, I said, "Well, I better guess I better come on in here." So uh, here I am. Well, <laughs> we're glad to have you since uh, it looks like it has fallen upon you. Uh, and I'm, I'm very happy that you accepted my, my, uh, modest offer to come get my car started after the show. So, uh, Ronnie had to come pick well, me pay, up. Pay it this way. We'll, we'll get you to Applebee's one way or the other. No, I tell you what, I'm not going to Applebee's. I got some things to do there at home and I'm going to, um, uh, I just, I need, I need a car. I just need my car to run. I, I'm not. I don't have anything I, to do with it. I know you rushed home last week to watch Carolina and Georgia. Did you get your eyes full? Uh, real quick. <laughs> that was. I tell you, that was miserable. And to know that they're going to play uh, the little sisters of the poor. Now watch Charlotte up and do something. But Charlotte, I mean, they got nothing as far as I know. And uh, we got them at 7:30 tonight. It will be the first opportunity that I know of to show off the. Fancy schmancy uh, flashing lights and everything they've got down right. at Williams Bryce, which I know Georgia's had for two or three years and probably a lot of other people. But we got it now, so we'll see what that looks like. Uh, well, actually, the lights that Carolina has in Williams Bryce are only one of two or three colleges in the nation that have those particular lights that can put on a show. Well, I, you know, I saw it at Georgia at least two years ago and I was saying, good Lord, that's fantastic. That really looks great. Uh, and now I see where we've got it, but I figured if Georgia had it two years ago and we're just now getting it, there must be about 30 other schools in between that have it, but you say it's not that many, huh? Not that many. According to the article I read about the, the new lights down there. Yeah. Well, I haven't read an article about it other than say that they're going to, this is the first night game and they're going to be able to try them out, but Anyway, yeah, that was uh, – in fact, it was, seems like I don't remember watching a decent football game last weekend. Uh, the Panthers suck. I mean, they, they just <laughs> – I don't know how that coach keeps his job except he comes up to the mic every week after the game and saying we're close. But uh, <laughs> I think what, what, what is rule, 10 and 22 or something. So I have no idea. Well, that's about I – I didn't miss it much, and I think I'm exactly right. But anyway, I tell you what, let's take a break, come back, talk to Deb Williams. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. The attorneys at Carolina Law Group aren't your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. Good morning, Deb. How are you? Oh, good morning. Just fine, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing great, except my car wouldn't start this morning. I had to get somebody, not somebody, Ronnie had to come pick me up. But uh, I don't know, I, Alan attributes it to the, the cold weather. It wasn't that cold, but it, it is cool and feels nice out there and you are trackside but not in texas that's right it's i'm not not in that 100 degree heat in texas i'm in that nice 60 and 70 degree weather here at z-max dragway well where the nhra is having its countdown to the championship this is the second event and it's countdown to the championship now i remember when you went to the four wide and uh seemed like uh the next week or something maybe it was uh Maybe you'd been on Friday night or something. I don't know, but you had lost your voice. You were it, like it took a toll on you a little bit out there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, it was sometime. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, the four wide. That's um, that's a whole different ball game. 
Well, you were at Bristol last week and uh, saw some pretty good racing there. Although uh, the the finish was, I mean, it wasn't neck and neck like you would hope it would be. But we did have a different winner, which I was very pleased with, and that was Chris Boucher, who I think uh, had been like two hundred and twenty-two races since he visited Victory Lane. That's true, and you know it's amazing that he's the nineteenth different winner this yep. season and there's still a chance that we could have some more different winners now ryan blaney still hasn't won martin truex jr hasn't won brad keselowski it, it was interesting they brought brad keselowski into the media center first since he's the car owner and you could tell brad's still having that difficulty of being happy for a driver when it's not him winning <laughs> and, and he admitted you know he would he would like to win but it was interesting seeing both of them because Chris came in before Brad got through, and um, both of them were sitting there in their driver's uniforms, which I tweeted out a photo of that on my Twitter account, Deb Williams 72 But, uh, yeah, it's uh, Brad has said they had quite a party at RFK Racing Headquarters. They said it was the first time that Jack had ever allowed beer on the premises, and um, they kept wanting to bring out the swords that Bristol gave Brad and Chris and they said no that beer and swords is not a good mix. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with them. Yeah, I guess the... they didn't do that, but but Chris and his team kept wanting to climb the statue in the fountain and they said no. <laughs> but Brad has promised that if he wins a race this year, he will swim in the fountain. So they decided to leave that for Brad. <laughs> now is the sword I I sort of missed that someplace. I I guess I switched off the race too soon after it was over to catch that part. But is that d- due to the uh, the last uh, the gladiators and the last great coliseum and all that stuff? Yes, okay. yes, it, it is presented in Victory Lane at the same time that the trophy is. All right. Well, I was glad to see Chris Boucher win, and uh, naturally nobody picked him. So why, let's go ahead and get that done right now, so we can just uh, freewheel to the end of the end of your segment. The uh, the point standings after Bristol, Alan, you're still out front. You've got 37 points. I'm second with 34. Deb's got 27. Lanny's got 24. Jada's got 23. Greg's got 19. And Ronnie's got 16. Sneaking up there, Ronnie, just a little bit at a time. And uh, Well, if we would have maybe 200 more races this year. <laughs> you'd be 800 points could, behind. I could. Yeah. So, uh. Let's, uh, Deb, I'll let you go first. Go ahead. Uh, Texas is, uh, a track, um, I think the, uh, it did, I think they redid the banks not too long ago. Or am I thinking about Atlanta? One of them they redid, but, uh, anyway, Texas and Atlanta, I always think of as being similar, although they're, I don't think they're, if you're a driver, all that similar. So, uh, now they did take some banking out of turns one and two, but yeah, I, I guess that's what I'm around. thinking about. Yeah, the rumors going around here at ZMAX this weekend will be interesting to see if they're true, is that they're going to make Texas like they did Atlanta. Oh, with the, the because um, now they're calling Atlanta another super speedway, and I've even heard some of the drivers say the speeds were, were that, and, uh, and the handling was similar to Daytona or maybe Talladega. I don't know. Talladega is so big, I I almost it's not even like Daytona that much as far as I I'm concerned because it's a it's a little longer and a little more uh, wide open but um anyway 
Correct me if well, I'm they're wrong. Calling it a, they're calling it a Atlanta now. They're calling it a hybrid. Okay. Because it's got it. You race it like it's a super speedway. You race it like it's a Daytona or a Talladega, but it's a 1.5 mile track. Right. So they're they refer to it as a hybrid. All right. Well, who do you pick to win? Uh, who do you pick to win this week at Texas? I'm gonna go with Kyle Larson. All right. Uh oh. You get a you get a big frown from Allen because he's been he's been taking him every week. Well, I'll go ahead and take uh, I'll go ahead and well, uh, Allen, you go next. So she took your no, driver. You can no, have no, you can have no, mine. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to do that, Pete Perry. All right. Well, who you want? Uh, you want to wait a minute? I think I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. All right, Kyle Busch. Uh, I'll take the nine car of uh, Chase Elliott. Who you like over there, Ronnie? Well, we talked about him earlier as having not yet won a race this year, and I'm going with Truex. I knew that's what you were going to say, and I—that's a good pick. Yep, I think he'll win one too because he had a lousy race last week. I think he finished dead last at uh, uh, Bristol. He did. Um, Lanny, you can text us yours in. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be the 12 and the 11 probably for Jada, and, and point 22 for Greg. Go ahead and give Greg Logano. So. Uh, we didn't have, I usually pick up Greg in the morning, uh, Deb, but, uh, my car wouldn't start and I had to scramble to get uh, Ronnie to come pick me up and we didn't have time to go get Greg. So I apologize to Greg on the air already. And, uh, he's not with us only because of my car problems, but he did line us up a good guest with, uh, uh, Linda Vaughn. And you had told me a couple of days ago to give her your best. So I, I guess you and Linda are pretty good friends. I actually did a uh, story on Linda back when I was at the United Press International. And so that's, that's how far back Linda and I go. So she's remembered me ever since I did that story on her when I was with UPI. Well, I will bring her up to you, uh, bring you up to her. And uh, she um, celebrated her 79th birthday lately, and I believe they had a Linda Vaughn Day at the International Motorsports Hall of Fame. They had it someplace, and I know she's a member of that. And I saw it online the other, you know, recently. So uh, mm-hmm. she's um, she's still, uh, I don't want to take anything away from you, but you, she's still the queen of motorsports. You're the queen of the press box, I guess. I don't know if you even like that word queen, but I don't. Well, uh, let, let's put it this way. Linda and I had two different, two entirely different paths in the sport. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we've We've done a lot of those uh, legend autograph sessions together in Daytona Beach. You know, as, I usually see her then. As many of those as I've done, I've never been, I've never met her. I've never been to one of those that she was really? at. And uh, here's a big shock for you, Alan. Uh, Lanny wants Blaney. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know of any, you know, I was just telling the boys, usually I'm I've, I've aware of some big story and I, um, that, that's happened during the week leading up to our show, but, um, nothing really pops in my mind unless you can jog my memory. I know like two weeks ago, I, f- I had mentioned already that the all-star race was going to be in North Wilkesboro. I just hadn't brought it up with you, but, um, anything big happened this week? I, I can't think of anything really. Well, this week was the, uh, we had media day, uh, for the Xfinity playoffs because, the Xfinity playoffs start this weekend at Texas. They start later today. So we had those 12 drivers in media day on Tuesday. 
and Noah Gregson was talking extensively about his celebration, he and his crew's celebration after a race, and going to Waffle House and taking the hauler and having pictures made in front of the hauler. And he said after the Darlington win, they turned up the jukebox at the Waffle House in Darlington. And and before they went to the Waffle House in Bristol, after the Bristol victory, one of his crewmen tweeted out which Waffle House they were going to be at. And when they got there with the hauler again, there were uh, 70 to 90 uh, Noah Gregson fans there waiting on them. So they've been having a, good, a lot of fun at uh, Waffle House. You can actually read my story on that on racingtoday.com. And uh, it's a situation where they are happy to be doing it. And along that same line, there was an announcement by, uh, by J.R. Motorsport that... Um, that sounded good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm in the media center in the media tower with all the doors closed. Um, there was an announcement a couple of days ago that there's been some promotions over at JR Motorsports, and Kelly Earnhardt Miller is now the CEO of all the Dale Earnhardt Jr. properties. So she oversees everything now and instead of just running the race team on a day-to-day basis, but I think she probably had been doing that. Anyway, so to speak, uh, because she had been managing Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s affairs for a long time, but now she has been officially named the CEO of all the Dale Earnhardt Jr. properties. Well, I saw, and, um, I saw something about that, and from what I've gathered from you in the past, a little comment here and a little comment there, she's quite a business lady and uh, is uh, well-equipped to handle this. Oh, yeah, she definitely has her father's mind when it comes to business and she graduated from unc charlotte and dale earnhardt her daddy was extremely proud of her she was the first earnhardt to get a college degree so he she is a sharp sharp businesswoman there's no doubt about that and uh, she's actually going to be speaking at a two-day women in motorsports uh seminar that's coming up the week of charlotte She's one of the speakers there. So, And she's come out with a book about, I think, life in business or something like that. I don't remember the exact title. But, yes, yeah, she's the one that's handled all the contracts for JR Motorsports and done the sponsor negotiations and everything when she was running that on a, a day-to-day basis. And I remember it didn't seem that long ago, and I guess it's been 20 years or more now since uh... – she and Dale Jr. were sort of, didn't they sort of come up together at Myrtle Beach Speedway, and they were both race drivers? Well, they were, but they raced together at Concord Speedway. Concord, okay. Um, yeah, Dale had to put, them, put all three of them on different tracks because Dale Jr. and Kelly would wreck each other. He would <laughs> on the track and wreck each other. And if Earnhardt was still here, he would tell you, he told all of us back then, that Kelly was the best driver of the three of his children at that time. He had, uh, he put Dale Jr. at Myrtle Beach, he put Kelly at Tri-County, and Carrie raced at Hickory when they were all three running late models. Well, you know, I had, I had heard someplace that she was the best, but, uh, I have never seen her race and, uh, had very little to go on there, but, uh, you just confirmed it, that she was pretty good out there, but I think she's, uh, uh, I, I think she's found her niche because, uh. 
I can just see her as being a, um, a very successful businesswoman. She she looks the part, and obviously she plays the part very well. Well, she will admit to you that if that it was a different time when she came along, <clears throat> if it was now, she would pursue driving uh, because she loved it. But she uh, and Dale was the one that said her daddy was the one that said she was the best driver of the three of them. So, you know, that's where we all took it from. And um, but she she misses it. Her daughter races, and uh, one of her daughter, I guess she still does. But um, she um, she was good, and it was just uh, unfortunately the time that she came along. She uh, went into the business side of it, but uh, yeah, she could. She was quite a race car driver, and uh, now uh, this is getting off of junior motorsports. But another rumor that's going around the Associated Press is reporting that Kyle Busch could drive the Indy 500 next year. I did see that, and you know, now mm-hmm. does he have any? Uh, he may race every weekend. I, I'm not aware of that. Does, does he have any open wheel? Uh, um, experience because you know i know kurt went up there and did very well and mm-hmm. you've mentioned it a couple of times about kyle driving indy and i was thinking well just because kurt did it that doesn't mean kyle can do it but has he done any of that because uh i'm not sure even no. sure how much kurt had done but kurt did real no. well he finished fifth yeah no kyle hadn't but kurt hadn't either when he went up there yeah but kyle is such a talented race car driver yeah that he's going to be able to go from one type of race car to the other, just like A.J. Foyt or Mario Andretti did. But, um, you know, I think Kyle would do well in Formula One. I'm surprised that uh, Gene Haas didn't talk to him about F1. Maybe he did. I don't know. But with Chevrolet's involvement in IndyCar racing, that opens the door a little bit wider for Kyle now that he's going to be with a Chevrolet team. And I talked to one person last weekend whose son is an engineer at Richard Childress Racing and asked him what the mood is over there, and he said that his son had told him everybody is extremely excited about Kyle Busch coming over there. Well, um, I don't remember who Kurt drove for at Indianapolis, and that's my my favorite thing, and I, I it, it just didn't register, but... Who would be a, a Chevrolet uh, that um, might be interested in Kyle running? I, I, I think Penske Chevrolet, and but I think uh, Ganassi is uh, is Ganassi Chevrolet or is he Honda? I don't remember. That's where Jimmy Johnson is. I think, yeah, I think he's Honda. Yeah, but, I do too. Uh, the name that came up this morning that I heard in connection to it in the AP article was McLaren. That's, you know, these things hit these, these, uh, recessed periods, parts of gray matter in my brain. And I forget all about it. I read that too. Yes. It was the McLaren that was talking about Kyle Busch. So, uh, how they, uh, uh, have a connection to see that. I don't know. And I, I don't know if they're Chevrolet or not. I, I don't think they are, but I guess that wouldn't matter. I, I don't know. This will develop more and more as we go along, but I did see, this did just register a picture. I think I saw it yesterday of Kyle Bush in victory lane with his son who won a race someplace. Oh, Brexton's Brexton's winning all the time. And that was the reason that Kyle wanted 
to keep Kyle Busch Motorsports going. So that's why that was so important to him was so that Brexton could drive there when he came along. And Kyle has even talked about he would like for him and Brexton to race against each other at KBM. So How old is Brexton? Oh, I think he's uh, about 10 years old, 9 or 10, somewhere in there. And you got to be, what, 17 to run even the – a major level of NASCAR, like the trucks, is it 17 or well, I don't think 16. You you, so. you, you, you can't run super speedways till you're 18. Okay. All right. Well, you know, but he could always run ARCA. That's true. Know. And, um, I was, when I was writing a piece on JR Motorsports yesterday for racingtoday.com, they're having the most successful year they've ever had in their 20, this is their 20th year. And this is their most successful year up. Among their four drivers, they've won 11 races this year. Wow. And all of them, uh, well, let's see, Sam Mayer has completed a little over 95% of all the laps run, and Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, and Noah Gregson have all completed 97.7% of the laps. And Sam Mayer has had the most DNS with four. And uh, they've led all four of them total over a thousand laps of the three thousand and some that's been completed in the first twenty six races. Wow! So they're having quite a season. But while I was getting that, I was figuring up their ages, and I actually figured Sam Mayer's twice to make sure I had figured it correctly because he's nineteen years old. Yeah, he got most of his uh, experience online, didn't he? Racing the uh, simulators. No, that was William Byron. Uh, Sam Mayer was quite successful in ARCA. Okay. Well, all right. Well, Deb, that's great. Um, Talladega's next week. All three series are going to be out there. Are you going to be out there? No, I won't be in Talladega. Okay. Not doing Talladega. Well, it'll be interesting. No. And it's, uh, of course, every race will be a wild card and everybody, uh, by that time will be in the playoffs. So, um, well, they're all in the playoffs now. So anyway, Deb, thanks for coming on. We appreciate everything you do. And, uh, be careful out there. Don't lose your voice this time at the drag strip. Oh, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and you're the best. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Tell Linda I said hello. I, I certainly will. Better. And um, I, hope you cut, I hope you get your car fixed. <laughs> I will. That's just a matter of putting a battery in it. I'm, nothing serious, I don't think. Mm, sounds like you need a trickle charger on it. A trickle charger. What is that? That's what I keep on my Corvette when I'm not driving it. It's where you, and I keep it on my lawn tractor too. And that's where you, um, it's a small charger that you plug in and it, it just keeps everything charged. Well, I'll think about that cause my, my lawnmower uh, has trouble starting as well. So, uh, but this car, I just, the, I mean, I drove it at five o'clock yesterday evening. So, uh, I thought it was, uh, I, I'd never had any problem, but anyway, Thank you, Deb. We love you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's Deb Williams and uh, Ronnie. She's the smartest woman I know. She is the smartest woman I know, too. So let's take a break. Come back and hear what Alan has to say. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 
Chili are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive through Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive through special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Driving West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive through is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to the game and your car radio sounds like this, and you want it to sound like this, there's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality. And visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. From tuition and books to room and board, College can get expensive, but if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Pranex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Pranex is the place to look. Pranex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Pranex and get them done right. Copies, a notary, or need to send a fax? Yep, Pranex does that too. Pranex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. Let me take this opportunity to thank Lanny McKinney for all that he does for us, maintaining the Budmore Engineering website. And uh, actually, uh, he and Ronnie are collaborating on getting the show on the podcast, which I listen to every week, and appreciate that, Ronnie. Oh, that's easy. I'm, I'm, it's easy for me to help Lanny. Well, I'm glad you know, y'all are, I'm, I'm, I'm glad y'all are getting it on there, and I appreciate it. And I do listen to it every week, and. Uh, Anyway, Lanny's still a little under the weather. Get well soon. Get back to us, and uh, and you too, Greg. Although I can't, I can't attribute this to a uh, illness. The illness of my car is the reason Greg's not here. But anyway, we uh, we got uh, Alan here with a local scene. So, Alan, what you got, buddy? Uh, all right, we're gonna start off at Cher- I mean Carolina Speedway. That's that, up in Gastonia. Yes, it is. They had the street stop battle royal up there. That means street stock cars. They had to run 50 laps along with Thunder Bombers. They had to run 50 laps. So them boys had to really tighten up there for a big 50 lap main events there. But we're going to start off with the Hornets main. First place went to Chris Baker. Second went to Michael Ott. Third went to Rusty Cato. In the pure stock division, first place went to Peebo Johnson. Second went to Brent McAteer. And third went to Jason Colbert. And now the Thunder Bomber, 50 laps, $5,000 to win. First place went to Rod Tucker. Second went to Jonathan Henson. Third went to Benji Knight. And now for the big main event there, the street stocks. Uh, one of our local drivers led all the way up to the halfway point. Mm. And after the halfway point, I seen him just fall right. Well, he just had actually had to pull in. And that was uh, Mitchell Duval over here at Cherokee. Oh, okay. And, uh, you went. No, I didn't go. Oh, you just you I, saw him. I, I thought just kind of saw it on a video. Oh, okay. And, uh, he led everything, set fast time up there, and was doing really good, just sitting out front, putting it on cruise control. And then uh, with 50 laps there, I think they let these boys pull in the halfway mark and uh, come out and fuel these cars because sometimes our fuel cells are not big enough to, to run 50 laps. So they let us uh, come in, fuel the car right fast, and uh, not really – come in but uh, stay on the racetrack and uh pour about 12 more gallons of fuel to it to make make sure you can get that last 25 laps in but uh well when that happens do you see any lead that you built up evaporate i mean you know you yes, just it uh yes it does that's a shame oh yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> well i mean they 
I realize uh, caution comes out, Perry. Sometimes you can be three quarters straight away in front or half a lap in front of everybody, and caution comes out. Guess what? That's uh, you sit there. You when you the lead car out front, you hoping not for a caution, but then when you second place, you say, "Well, do I really want a caution?" Uh, just let it in. Well, what I was, I guess I was driving at was it looks like, um, on these short sprint races, you wouldn't need to make a pit stop. I mean, they would, they wouldn't have a race that was, that was a short 25 lap, but you said this one was 50, 50, but it looks like if it was a sprint type race, they wouldn't make it any longer than you could go on a tank of gas. That was my only point. Well, uh, we got, we got eight gallon fuel cells we got 12 gallons we got 16 we got 22 and then we actually got a 32 gallon fuel cell all right uh to me uh some of these boys like some of them will put a 32 gallon fuel cell in the car and and pour it slim full of fuel to get rear percentage yeah but the way i look at it is that's 32 gallons of flammable fuel back there yes you get in a bad wreck guess what it burns yeah well, I, I would like me, the smaller tank. To me, I like uh, I like running like a twelve or fourteen gallon fuel cell, and then I just put a chunk of lead up there. I told somebody, I said, "Lead don't burn. It might hurt if it comes off, but it <laughs> <laughs> it will melt. <laughs> uh, it will melt." But uh, we're gonna get to the street stocks. First place, congratulations to Ronnie Mosley. Second was Brandon White. Third was Timbo Magnum. Okay. And now we're moving over here to Harris Speedway last week. They had the Chuck Sparks Memorial Race up there. As I mentioned before, they had a 602 late model makeup race there. So uh, first in the first 602 late model race went to Dustin Taylor. Second went to Jake Johnson. Third went to Nathan Walker. In the modified divisions, first place went to Bobby Jones. Second went to Billy Thompson. And third went to Jake Barnacastle. That's a good name. Jake special is a good name. <laughs> so uh I was just I was just wondering if I was gonna get all that out at one time. No, but. you did good. And the Thunder Bomber division. First place went to Stetson Todd. Second went to Josh Ayers. Third went to Bailey Hip. In the Pure Stock Division. First place went to Nathan Showtime Pierce. Second went to Josh Ayers. Third went to Casey Towell. In the Young Guns Division, first place went to Kaylee Laws. Second went to John Michael. And third went to Gavin Wheeler. And now the 602 Thunder Series. First place went to John Ruggiero Jr. I'd like to congratulate Mr. Wilson. I was and him say, up there. his man. Yep. Second went to Brian Gumbles. Second, third went to Dale Timms. In the front wheel drive division, first place went to Scott Collinger. Second went to Trent Blackwell. Third went to Travis Jamison. And now the Thunder Bomber Futures. First place went to Travis Jamison. That means he run two divisions that night. Second went to Brad Haynes, and third went to Michael Thompson. Okay, uh, let's go to Travelers Rest. We're going to start off last night. This is the big Robert Bradley Memorial Race up there. Last night they had double mains in three divisions there. Them three divisions with Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, and the Rookies Division. And we're going to start off with Thunder Bomber Futures. First place went to J.J. Williams. Second went to Michael Thompson. Third went to Joel Powell. And now, let's go down to Extreme Four. First place went to Chris Coggins. Second went to Chase Stevens. And third went to Mitchell Coggins. In the rookie division, they had double mains. First place went to Alasia Kelly. Uh, second went to Dalton McGrew. And third went to Keeley Laws. And then the second main event, first place went to Dalton McGrew. 
So he moved from second to first in that second main. Second went to Dale Bennett, and third went to Riley Hill. And now the pure stock division. First place went to T.J. Penfield. Second went to Mikey Brock. Third went to Josh Ayers. Then they come back out for the second main event. First place went to Jason McGrew. Third, second went to Kevin Nations. And third went to Mikey Brock. And now the Thunder Bombers. First place went to Luke Doggett. Second went to Madison Hoots. Third went to Rod Tucker. Then they come back out for the next Thunder Bomber main event. They kind of skip the in-betweens. And second went first, in the second Thunder Bomber main, first place went to Madison Hoots. Second went to Luke Doggett. So they just swapped places Swap. in that main. But third still come out with Rod Tucker. Okay. Tonight at Travers Rest Speedway, this is the day two of the Robert Bradley Memorial Race. On hand tonight will be the Extreme Four, Pure Stock Division, the Vintage, the Ford Outlaws, Thunder Bombers, Shark Mini Lake Models, Street Stock Renegade. Uh, gates will open at 4 p.m. this afternoon. Drivers meeting at 6, a little bit earlier. They need to get this in before the curfew at the end of the night at 11.30. Uh, hot laps will start at 6.30. Stands are $15. Pits is going to be $30 to get in. And now... There will be no racing at Cherokee Speedway tonight or at Harris Speedway. So the next race at Cherokee Speedway is going to be the Mike Duval Memorial Race, which will be run this coming Friday night. So mark that down. Like I say, this is Friday night. They are bringing back the World of Outlaws, paying them boys $10,000 to win, mm. along with the Mideast Modified, Open Wheel Modifieds, uh, Thunder Bombers, Pure Stock. Stands will be... $30 to get in. Gates will open at 4 p.m. Pits is $40. And the pit gates will open at 2 p.m. So them boys can get all them haulers in there and get them parked and everything. Hot laps will begin at 7.15. Uh, somebody was complaining about this was just a little bit pricey, but this is a one-night show at Cherokee Speedway. That is Friday night only. So they have to kind of pretty much uh, charge just a little bit extra because uh, when you're paying this out, Ten thousand uh, dollars—that's a lot of money. People say, "Well, it's just ten thousand dollars," but they have—that's <laughs> all. But uh, that's just first place, <coughs> right? Know, when you when you add up the total purse of this deal, it becomes—it almost ends up being fifty thousand wow. dollars total purse for the top 20, 22 cars that race that night. So, uh, like I say, everybody says, "Well, ten thousand dollars." Like I say, uh, there's a lot of behind the things that goes on that they have to try to. You know, these you say you eight, nine, tenth place cars, they're not out there running for nothing. They they are putting on a battle for that position. Yeah. And uh sometimes there's uh a thousand dollars in between one position and people just can't understand how come they uh they run so hard for that position. Well, I understand. You understand? I understand. <laughs> I certainly do. But uh Well it sounds like uh it sounds like a pretty good slate of races around here. Yeah, like I say, you can go over to Traverse Rest Speedway. This is, like I say, the Robert Bradley Memorial. Uh, everybody knows Robert Bradley. Years and years drove race cars, then started building race cars up there. His place was actually up in Campobella, and uh, a lot of good racers come from up there in Campobella. Absolutely. He, he's about He was about four or five miles away from your boy Wally Fowler. So, I was just uh, getting ready to ask about Wally. <laughs> I didn't hear his name mentioned. He uh, uh, He's, uh, I think he might be, uh, he might be going to a, 
Driver Speedway tonight. I haven't talked to him. He's got that new street stock car. He was waiting on the motor. Uh, I don't know if he's actually got it yet, but uh, from what I hear, rumors are that he's going to try to make Cherokee Speedway next uh, Friday night. So uh, well, That'd be a good reason to go right there. That'd be a real good reason to go. Well, I tell you what, uh, tracks are coming down to the end of their uh, slates for the year. Championships are on the line. And we'll have uh, Linda Vaughn soon. This is Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. The Blue Hoes play here. Listen to Presbyterian College Athletics. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. We Interesting NFL story just dropped by the Washington Post. Multiple NFL owners have told the Washington Post in recent days that they believe serious consideration may be given to attempting to oust Washington Commanders owner Daniel Snyder from the league's ownership ranks, either by convincing him to sell his franchise or by voting to remove him. Snyder's facing a congressional investigation and a league-commissioned investigation into allegations of misconduct. One owner told the Post, quote, he needs to sell. Some of us need to go to him and tell him that he needs to sell. I think there will be a movement. We need to get 24 votes, unquote. In Major League Baseball Friday night, the St. Louis Cardinals' Albert Pujols hit the 700th home run of his career with his second home run of the Cardinals' 11-0 victory over the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm Isaac. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
The attorneys at Carolina Law Group aren't your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted his best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. Fall is here, and that means it's time for the 7th Annual Josh Lee Memorial 5K at Upstate. This year's race will be Saturday, October 8th on the USC Upstate campus with a 9 a.m. start time. It's only $25 to register, and all the proceeds from the race will be given to the Josh Lee Memorial Scholarship Fund at USC Upstate. The scholarship was set up by Johnny and Laurie Lee, Josh's parents, and it directly benefits the USC Upstate cross-country and track and field programs. To pre-register or make a donation, go online to justfinishtherace.com or runsignup.com. From tuition and books to room and board, college can get expensive. But if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second half of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it was is with a great deal of pleasure that I welcome to the show Miss Linda Vaughn. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, y'all. It's three hours earlier out here in California. Well, have you had your coffee yet, or I'll take a break and let you go get a cup. I don't I don't drink coffee. I had a cup of hot tea. <laughs> oh, that's great. Linda, it's such great to have you on the show. Uh, I don't know why we didn't have you on last year, but, boy, I know we've had you on a couple of years before that. And, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, and Greg getting a hold of you. Unfortunately, Greg couldn't make it this morning, but um, – that's okay. We glad to have you and uh, you. Is he healthy? Is Greg healthy? I hope. I hope he's got sick. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> I've got a reasonably new Mustang. It's a 2019, and I always pick uh-huh. up Greg on the way to the show in the morning. Uh, uh, you know when we come in, and my car wouldn't start, and Greg doesn't drive, and so I had to get somebody to come come pick me up, and we just didn't have time to go get Greg. So I know he's listening, and it's a. Hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. I hope I hope they don't forget you the next time. We didn't forget him. We just didn't have time to go get him. We were cutting it so close, and my car has never ever come close to failing to start. But anyway, 
you got which which uh, which one did you get? I've got a well, it was a brand new, but it's a 2019 Mustang, one of those EcoBoost four-cylinder turbocharged cars, and that was your first problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what should I have gotten, Linda? You should have gotten a real Mustang V8. Oh, okay. Well, I'll. Yeah, well, that's true. I don't have but only half the cylinders I need, and I appreciate that. But uh, anyway. That means, you're, that means you're just half whipped today, right? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Uh, you. I'm not. I'm not real fond of uh, of the smaller engines. I'm. I'm all out. I love. I mean, I got my. I got my Hersos out a few minutes ago and watch it down. And I'm going to take my dog and me. We're going to go down. In a little while, I always go down to the farmer's market. If if ever, I'm at home on a Saturday, and I get some flowers, and I go through the car show that they have down there. We kind of hang out, but it's a big block 455 or so. Now, what is that, about a 1976 or 77? It's a 75. 75. Okay, well, I was in the ballpark. Yeah, you were in the ballpark, but last of the 455. Now, where are you in California? If that's not giving away a secret. I'm, I'm in Southern California. I kept it to the South since I'm from the South. <laughs> well, you know, but I guess the reason I'm saying that, it's, I, I can just see you driving along the beach highway with the... With the well, that's your, exactly what we're going to go do. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? He's going to be riding shotgun. Oh, he is my boyfriend. That's my sweetheart. He has a, a chocolate brown cocker spaniel, and his name is... Curly Joe Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes with me. He goes. He went to the drag race with me. He knows Tony Stewart and Leah Pruitt. Oh, he thinks he's a hot dog because he is. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, so with me. Well, so, sounds like you haven't spoiled him at all. <laughs> well, you know what? I've never had a dog in my life. It's been this pandemic and been locked up here by myself. I just, I love it. It's just really. I want to apologize to everybody that's had dogs all their lives. This is my first four-legged dog, and I love it. He's wonderful, and I'm so glad I have him. Your first four-legged dog? Yeah, I've had enough two-legged. I, 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 I can I tell there was an underlying uh, purpose of that uh, meaning. Uh, no, I've got a I've got a brown cocker spaniel too, and I love him. Except uh, yeah, well, he, my mother had cocker spaniels, and my grandma had them. And and out here, people look at him and go, "What is that? A Timmy Doodle or a Poodle Doodle?" And I go, "No, it's a Cocker Spaniel." A cocker Spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? listen, I just want you to know, I just got back from Daytona, from the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America, threw me a birthday party, right? Monday night, and I was so surprised and so honored. Uh, I'm in the Hall of Fame, right? Tony and I in there, and I'm just was so honored at Mr. Bruce Smith. Oh, my word, he had a band there and, and all these relatives about him. I had more cousins to show up with nephews, <laughs> but it was a fabulous dinner and a wonderful program. And Mr. Mike Helton, he got up and talked about me. I had no idea they were going to do that. Well, I, I had, and, I had and seen. Came. <laughs> I had seen that on the, uh, on the uh, internet that they had had Linda Vaughn day, uh, down there, and that's that's wonderful. Your birthday was August the 11th. See, I know that much too. Oh, no, that Wikipedia's wrong. My birthday was August the 14th, but we celebrated it. Uh, 
I'm going I'm going to be this age all year long. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, that's the way it usually works. Uh, Linda, let me ask you a question. I want to I want to see how you feel about this because I'm I'm pretty old school. I'm 70, so I'm uh I'm right in there with you pretty close and I went to the races and I saw you riding on top of the Firebird and uh with the big uh, with the big shifter. Yeah, I've been around a long time. I, I the first if you saw me ride on the Firebird, you have been around a long time. I have. I saw you do that several times. But, but for you listeners that don't know what the Firebird was, that's our official gas, and I was Miss Firebird for the Unical, which is a pure old company at that time. Yeah, and that was uh, that was spectacular, holding that, you know, standing up between those wings. That was great. But I remember all that. My mother, <laughs> my mother would ride shotgun with me. <laughs> <laughs> what What I wanted to ask you though is. Because I kid uh, t- Carrie Tharp at Darlington about this all the time, every year when we have him on, for right before both of his races. And I always ask him, uh, well, uh, who won the, well, before the Southern 500, I'll say, who won the Miss Southern 500 contest? And he'll laugh and say, well, we don't do those things anymore. And then uh, it's just a, a part of racing that's gone away. And I know they've got those uh, uh, they've, those monster girls around there, but it's not the same as when you were there and doing uh, uh, and representing uh, products like Hearst Golden Shifter, Shifter, and uh, and Pure Firebird, and you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, I know a lot of people do, and it's not politically correct anymore. And I noticed they still. Well, that's a good crap because let me tell you something. I represent the company. I wouldn't be in the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America if I hadn't done a beautiful, decent job. Because what I was was a lady. I wore beautiful costumes. I worked with all the kids and all the racers and all their families. I represented corporate companies, and and my corporate record is absolutely beautiful. There's no flaws in my corporate record because I represented companies that were helping our sport grow. NASCAR, Mr. Frank Caesar had me to be Miss Firebirds at me in that contest, and then when when uh, we made uh, birds for Unical, I went to work with Hearst, and I won a contest over 60, well, it was 600-something entries, 200-something girls in it, and I won it fair and square, and, uh, and it was a process of elimination properly. We had, uh, we had uh, every, everything was so beautiful and bubbling, and I represented a company uh, that was going to be one year, and I stayed with Hearst 50 years. So I must have done a really good, decent job, and people all over the world have still liked to me. I love it. I love it when I get to do car shows because I get to see the mamas, the daddies, the granddaddies, the children, and I've grown up in the sport, and so has a lot of families. So I race it as a family sport. So I don't care what they bring in afterwards. I was the first, and I was proud of it, and I've got a beautiful record, and and I know these other companies, I know when they first brought the Unicide girls in, I helped them. But when they brought the Buster girls in, I told the lady that was in charge, I said, you need to cover your midriff, I'll tell you why, because that will be offensive to the wife. And uh, they didn't listen, so there was a big article in the Daytona newspaper about that. But I told them, I said, put them in pretty little costumes and, and make sure that they obey the rules. So... That's their responsibility that by her sex with beautiful, gorgeous young ladies. And we all were well-respected by the family. I know you were, and that's why I, I 
I miss it today. I mean, I don't know why it couldn't be done. What I was going to say just now is I notice every year, and you never see this anymore, even I don't see it anyway. It may happen on some level. But every year, the Indianapolis 500 winner, when they get him up there, he gets a big kiss from uh, Miss, uh, you know, whatever she is, the Miss uh, um, Indianapolis 500, I guess. But, you know, and, and I miss things like that. I know one year the winner had a big old lipstick mark on the side of his face. And, you know, I just don't see anything wrong with it. I wish we still did things well, like that. nothing wrong with that whatsoever because it goes way back into the 20s and the 30s when, when uh, I wasn't even thought of. But uh, in the 60s, I'm so happy that I grew up in the 60s. I had the best of all the worlds, the best music, the best racing, the best race drivers, the David Pearsons, the Richard Petties. And I'm so honored to still represent the sport and and to still work. I still work. I've got an event next week in Florida, in Brightonson, Florida, the Hearst Haven. We're doing the first Hearst show down there. I, I got one the week after that in Chattanooga, making an appearance in Chattanooga, the Concord Diallo guys, the beautiful racetrack that they built at Chattanooga. And then after that, I come back out west and I get to go to the drag races. So I'm still working and I still love working with, with the tracks and stuff. And every once in a while, a company will ask me for my opinion or my help, and I will help them. But I think Indianapolis does it right. They have a beautiful contest. The girls are all selected from the colleges, and, and they, it's an honor to even be in the contest. And uh, they do it well. They have the pits in the court, and the queen in her court, and they in the parade. And, uh, of course, when the queen does get to kiss her, the winner of the 500. But her, her duties during that whole month of May are calling on hospitals and going to visit, God uh, forbid, injured drivers in the hospitals and the kids and things. And I think that Indianapolis really has had a beautiful record and Doug Bullock does a great job. He's a wonderful PR man, now the president. So I think that's the word, but it was Bob Collins at Darwin's that did the Southern 500 and I was already this firebird and, and I loved going. I was a judge a time too. Yeah. And then we had Miss America to come to the Daytona. I mean, we've had so many beautiful things that come about, and uh, I think it can continue. If I had the budget of a company and they'd want to do a program like that, I'd be willing to work with another company. Because I think we need it in our sport again. I do. I absolutely do. And uh, I think we need shop back in the classrooms and, and back at schools and teach science and teach the things that we grew up with because we need to build America and get it strong again. And it all starts. It all starts with a youth. Yeah, we're talking to. We're talking with Linda Vaughn, the first lady of motorsports. Linda, you must have quite a few uh, frequent flyer miles. You're just zipping back and forth across the the country every week. It sounds like. Well, I'm a million miler of a couple of airlines. <laughs> <laughs> and then I use my mileage to go home to Dalton, Georgia. I don't forget where I come from. <laughs> I just don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alice, sounds like you, uh, you've covered a lot of grounds, and it sounds like I, I've got to ask you a couple of questions here, and I, I, these are probably impossible to answer. But of uh, all the things that you've done um, uh, as far as going, you know, at a race and being uh, and representing the, representing the products that you've represented, is there any one thing that sticks out in your mind uh, as, as maybe your favorite? Well, I think the 
Well, there's two. There's two phases. All right. I have to start off with the Daytona 500. Right around that track with my mother riding shotgun and that beautiful Hearst shifter car and that beautiful gold outfit. And it seemed like everybody had ever been along the way was at that race until May. And then when we had the official pace car at the Indy 500, James Garner, the movie star, the great James Garner driving, mother riding shotgun, and me on the big Hearst shifter. Every we pull out of the track it was like everybody said, Linda, 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 Linda. <laughs> two and a half miles around that track. And I cried all the way around the racetrack. So those, those are two fabulous, fabulous races that uh, will always be in my heart and mind. Well, you know, I, I went to every Indy 500 from 1973 to 1988, and I remember you up there, and a crowd yelled the loudest when you went by. And I, I was there when uh, James Gardner drove the pace car and Marty Robbins oh, and a lot yeah. of other guys. Marty Robbins drove the pace car in 74, the great late Marty Robbins. He, he not only raced, he could sing, boy. We had a concert. We invited all the Raleigh Hospital children and all the, the racers there. Buddy, the night before the 500, we put on a free concert with Marty Robbins, and it was spectacular. Yeah, he was a good driver, too. He, he was a good driver. He damn sure was. That's why we got him to drive the pace car. When they let me get the postcard program put together with Jack Duffy and George Hurst, I told them, I said, we need to select drivers that people will respect and appreciate and want to see and keep it safe because the year before we had the postcard program, there was a Dodge dealer got in the car at the last minute, went too fast, and had a crash on, on the start-finish line at the Indy 500. It's a photograph booth and knocked my boss, Jack Duffy, off. He could have been killed. And his name, and, and I said, we got to make this safe. And his name was Eldon Palmer. I remember it very well. That was right before I started going. But it was a nice man, but he had never practiced, and he didn't have any sense at all being out there. It didn't have. It shouldn't have been on that track without testing. So I really, really appreciate the fact that we tested with all the drivers, and I'll never forget. <laughs> we even had Carl Shelby drive too, you know. Uh, he he did a great job, but I'll never forget the drivers meeting. AJ said something smart to James Garner, and James Garner says, "Well, I'll lead you down into turn one." And Mario just laughed as Mario knew that we'd been practicing, so it was a great. It was, everything's been wonderful. All right, here's a tough one for you. Do you have a favorite driver? I think a couple of years ago you told me one time you didn't necessarily say he was your favorite, but. Uh, I think you told me one time David Pearson was a good kisser. Well, David Pearson about knocked me off the car when he won the Atlanta 500. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed away from him. He was married. But they, they showed it to Hall of Fame Monday night, a great picture of David and I. And I thought David, all the Spartanburg drivers were good. Are you kidding? You guys had some of the best. But, uh, David was a great driver and a wonderful car collector and builder. Built that 40. He had some good-looking hot rods. But David and I stayed friends all those years and his boys. And I sure miss seeing David. And then, of course, Junior Johnson. I loved all those guys. And they respected me and I respected them. But I had the biggest crush, my first crush on a Yankee race car driver was Fred Lorenzen. Oh, a lot of people did, I think. But, when he kissed me, I kissed him for 13 races. <laughs> <laughs> that was the year he, that was probably the year he won the first guy to win a million dollars. Let me ask you one other thing. Yeah. Since, no, since, he was 
Oh, I, 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 you're right. You're right. I, I meant a hundred thousand. I'm sorry. I, 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 I talked to Dan Elliott last night. <laughs> oh, I'll be dog. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you since Greg got you on the show through his friendship with you. Um, tell me something about Bud Moore since Bud Moore, uh, of course is Greg's famous, uh, hall of fame father and a good friend of everybody here on this show. And, uh, and, uh, uh here, he was my personal hero. So give me a Bud Moore story. <laughs> Absolute, my personal hero too, Bud was. Uh, you know, he set an example for the whole world as Ashtart, as being the class actor he was, and smart. And he worked with Hearst. We had, you know, we were the official shifter for Hearst and ever and ever and ever. It's a shame that they don't do it now. But uh, we worked with him. We'd go tire uh, tested, tire tested. The year was always great. We'd do, do the test. And we actually all worked together, and Bud was really behind all of that. So I had a great admiration, and he looked a lot like my handsome daddy. So I always looked up to him, and I thought I thought uh, his whole family was wonderful. I'm so proud to have known him and worked with him. But uh, he was a smart cookie, I will tell you. Yeah, we Chris was very very fond of Bud. Yeah, we had we had a lot of names here in Spartanburg, with of course with Cotton Owens and Jack Smith and Dick Brooks and yeah. on and on and on. Jack Pontiac, Jack Smith drove Pontiac, and I had a Pontiac. I was Miss Pontiac in 1962, so that just <laughs> fell right in. I fell right in with all those guys. I thought it was wonderful. I mean, you know, we worked with Mr. Fat Seeger and built a lot of pace cars for, for uh, Pontiac and, and Mr. Fat Seeger for all those years. They all had big engines in them, and I love big engines. So. Did, did you ever get to Spartanburg? Have you ever been here? Okay, well, all right. I'm glad you have. Yeah. We're very proud of Spartanburg. Oh, me too. It's, I don't, like I say, I don't forget where I come from. I'm from Dalton, Georgia. I know the carpet capital of the world. And I need carpet in this house. <laughs> <laughs> like a shoemaker's daughter has no shoes. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture. I'm looking at a picture right now. I'm looking at a picture right now of you kissing David Pearson on the cheek after a dirt track race uh, that uh, Alan Hill, who is the, one of our co-hosts here, is showing me. And uh, you look very—you look lovely next to Cotton Owens White Number Six. Yeah, thank you very much. And Cotton was a sweetheart. You know, all those guys were so appreciative, and, and my mother would make me these pretty little outfits, and we'd look sexy, but we wouldn't be overkill. We always—I always got along with all the wives and the kids, and and I said an example. Of class, like I turned down Playboy penthouse and all those things. So I wanted my mom to be proud of me. <laughs> well, I understand that, Linda. We got to let you go. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. We uh, actually gave you about eight more minutes than we planned on. So, uh, th- oh, I'm sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. I when I got a guest as good as you, I just let them go and I figure out the end of the show at uh, after you're gone. But uh, thank I tell everybody. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> You guys keep in tradition and love your American cars. Take care of us. Gas went up a dime last night. <laughs> well, thank you so much for <laughs> thank you for coming on the show and be safe in all your travels and hopefully we'll have you on again next year. Okay. God bless America and shift my gears. Bye, honey. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, what a great guest. That's oh, wonderful. Kind of hard. I mean, I don't want to talk over anybody, but you. you it, one time I let her go until she ran out of gas, and but you know, that's why 
that's why we're uh, about uh, nine minutes over here. So well, that's the best people to have. Oh, is I don't all mind you have to do all. is say hello. Yep. Well, we're not gonna. I don't think have to play any of my uh, time fillers. So uh, let's take our next break, which we're way behind on. We'll come back, and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. <laughs> Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. USC Upstate takes center stage in the heart of downtown Spartanburg in Morgan Square on October 6th for Morgan Square Madness. Meet the 2022 Spartan men's and women's basketball teams and we'll shoot hoops right in the middle of Morgan Square. It'll be fun for the whole family with games, prizes, music, and of course basketball. The fun kicks off at 6 on October 6th. Get all the details for this exciting event at upstatespartans.com slash madness. That's upstatespartans.com slash madness. Don't miss Morgan Square Madness October 6th presented by USC Upstate. 
Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. Let's uh, see if we can get back on schedule a little bit here. We've we've talked about Bristol, which was the Bass Pro Shops NRA Night Race, and it had a very, as far as I'm concerned, uh, pleasant uh, ending with Chris Boucher winning his first race in 222 races. I think that's what 19 uh, 2019 or something like that. It's been a while. Chase Elliott was second. William Byron was third. Christopher Bell fourth. Kyle Larson, fifth, Ross Chastain, sixth, A.J. Allmendinger, seventh, Cole Custer, eighth, Denny Hamlin, ninth, and Kevin Harvick was tenth. Um, so after that race, the point standings, of course, they've reset the point standings, and, and uh, this is the, the next eight. Uh, is that right? The next eight cars that they have uh, after four were eliminated. Chase Elliott is the back in front in points. He had dropped way back with that last place finish at Darlington, but he's back up to uh, first place. He's got a 15-point lead over Joey Logano. Third is Ross Chastain. Fourth, Kyle Larson. Fifth, William Byron. Sixth, Denny Hamlin. Seventh, Christopher Bell. I'm sorry, back up. Fifth is William Byron. Sixth is a three-way tie with Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, who were teammates, and Chase Briscoe. And tenth is a two-way tie with Alex Bowman and Daniel Suarez. So there's, and they're only 33 points back on the, uh, and, and they're the only eight guys left in it. So, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's more than eight there in it. So anyway, that, those are the guys that are left. Uh, yeah, 12, 12 guys are left because they started with 16. I wish they do them all the same so I could keep them straight. Yeah. 12 guys are left though. Uh, those are the ones that are actually, actually Austin Cendrick is in there. He is, uh, one point out of uh, that two-way tie for 10th, and he's in 12th. So I'll get it straight. Hard to keep up with a little bit. But anyway, they will run their next race tomorrow afternoon, and that will be the Auto Trader Echo Park 500, which will be at 3.30 on USA. And I think they're qualifying right about now. They were supposed to come on right after uh, the Xfinity cars. Speaking of which, we already talked about Xfinity last week because that was a Friday night race. So they will run today at um, 3.30 on USA with the Andy's Frozen, Fro- Andy's Frozen Custard 300. And uh, that is, um, of course, at Texas Motor Speedway. The point standings for Xfinity, and this is their first race, their first playoff race. Noah Craxton is first with a 13-point lead over Ty Gibbs. Um, third is... Uh, is uh, uh, Justin Allgaier, fourth, A.J. Allmendinger, fifth, Josh Berry, sixth, Austin Hill, seventh, Brandon Jones, and eighth is Jeremy Clements. He is 46 points out of first place, and we just need Jeremy to keep it out of trouble, have a decent finish. Something in the top ten would be wonderful, probably be a big step to help him move on. 
Um, ninth is Sam Meyer. Tenth, Daniel Hamrick. Eleventh, Riley Herbst. And twelfth, the last guy in the playoff is Ryan Sieg, who slipped in there to last last lap last week. Now, I did a little research here, and the previous race at back on May the 21st at um, Texas, Jeremy Clements started 19th and finished 16th, which isn't, you know, particularly great. Then the October race, October 16th of last year, he uh, started 14th and finished 29th, which was pretty miserable, so that wasn't a good race. And then the spring race last year at Texas, he started 20th and finished 14th, which is, uh, you know, pretty so-so. But I tell you what, we need something no worse than that for him to hang in there going to two tracks where really anybody could win, which would be uh, Talladega next week. And after that, the Roval where he's had good finishes or he's run well, especially that rainy race. So uh, that's um, that's what Jeremy's got to look at. We'll be pulling for him hard at 3.30 starting today at uh, Texas on USA, USA Network. The trucks, they run next week at Talladega in a Chevy Silverado 250. That'll be at 1230 on FS1. And their point standings, Chandler Smith is first. He's got a three-point lead over Zane Smith. Stuart Friesen is third. Ty Majeski fourth. John Hunter Nemechek is fifth. Sixth, Christian Eckes. Seventh, Grant Ingfinger. And eighth is Ben Rhodes, last year's champion. Matt Crafton and Carson Hosevar have been eliminated, so they're down to their final eight. And uh, once again, they don't run this week. They will, they will run next week at Talladega. So uh, let's take another break, slip in a quick one here, and we will uh, um, be pretty much back on schedule. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. You can't predict what is going to happen, but you can plan. When was the last time you reviewed your financial plan? Financial advisor Trent Lancaster and Janie Montgomery Scott Spartanburg office can help you plan for the what-its to guide you in working toward a secure financial future that keeps you on track to meet your financial goals. 
A financial plan can help you with goals such as planning for retirement, educating your children or grandchildren, and passing on your wealth to the people and causes that are most important to you. Take the first step. Let Trent help you establish a plan today designed to protect you for whatever happens tomorrow. Call today at 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Pronex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Pronex is the place to look. Pronex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Pronex and get them done right. Copies, a notary, or need to send a fax? Yep, Pronex does that too. Pronex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Oh, yeah. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. Yeah, start me up, AJ. Let's finish this uh, little bit of racing we've got left here to talk about. And I don't have any results because these next three series were off last week. Uh, ARCA, they will run next Saturday at the HERS Snacks 200. And that will be at the famous High Banks of Salem in Salem, Indiana. Of course, that's paved. The point standings in ARCA, Nick Sanchez is first. He's got a five-point lead over Daniel Dye. Rajah Caruth is is 30, 30 points back, so he might be a, lo- um, a long shot to, to win the championship now. Greg Van Ost is fourth. Tony Brighton's your fifth. Sammy Smith, sixth. Amber Balkine, seventh. Brad Smith, eighth. Taylor Gray, ninth. And Zachary Trinkle, or Tinkle is tenth. And uh, I think that race is on MAV-TV, but we'll have that information for you next week. So uh, ARCA is just about done. Let's go to Formula One. They didn't race last week because they canceled the the uh, Russian Grand Prix and they got rid of all the Russian drivers. So they got the week off, which probably they don't mind having with a long way to go to get to Singapore at Marina Bay in Singapore for next Sunday's, not tomorrow, a week from tomorrow, Sunday's um, Singapore Grand Prix. Of course, 
a lot of times, if you've got a close championship, you'd complain about missing a race, but then nobody complaining about this because um, Max Verstappen's got a 116-point lead and nobody's going to catch him. Charles Leclerc is second. Third is Sergio Perez. Fourth, George Russell. And fifth, Carlos Sainz. Lewis Hamilton is sixth. Lando Norris, seventh. Esteban Ocon is eighth. Fernando Alonso is ninth. And Valtteri Bottas is tenth. Those guys, uh, they still got a bunch of races left. I'm not sure how many, but I know they will go into uh, at least um, late November, maybe even early December. They're still racing when we've been off the air for several weeks. So uh, Formula One's got a long way to go. So if you still need a racing fix into December, just wake up on Sunday mornings and uh, you've still got Formula One. And, of course, finally, the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship will run their next race next Saturday. I think that's a late afternoon start, and it's like a four-hour race. Um, best race of the year last um, last year, as far as I was concerned, when uh, um, DDA Peroni and uh, you know won the championship with uh, Wheeland Motorsports. They're out of it this year. They're a very forgettable year, but next year I think they got new cars and new uh, a new chance to do good. So sort of forget about this one. Ricky Taylor and Tom Blomquist are the leaders, and uh, they aren't challenged very much either. So, uh, uh, and Felipe Albuquerque. So, next week at Road Atlanta will be the Motul Petit Le Mans, and that will be uh, the final for the WeatherTech Motorsports um, Sports Car Series. The uh, television this week is kind of slim as well. Today, uh, well, Xfinity qualifying was from 10.30 to 12. There's a couple of minutes of that left, I guess. Then from 12.30 to 2.30 will be uh, cup qualifying. That's at Fort Worth, and that's on USA. And then the Xfinity race, which we're all interested in, see how Jeremy does, pulling for him hard, is at 3.30 at uh, Fort Worth, and that is also on USA. Then tomorrow, the only thing I've got listed is from 3.30 to 7.00, is the race itself pre-race at 2.30. That's the cup race at Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, and that will also be on USA. I do have a couple of things that popped up down the down the way here. It looks like the uh, next Saturday, the uh, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Race will be on M, uh, NBC and Peacock, and will probably start around 4.30. This is kind of iffy here. Yeah, it starts from... Uh, Oh, actually, it looks like it's from, looks like it might be from like, uh, I'll get better. I won't say anything until I get, yeah, 1230 to, uh, no, that's not right. This is written so screwed up, I can't really make it out. But anyway, I'll have it for you next week. Uh, And then ARCA will run their last, uh, we'll run at Salem next week, as I mentioned. So anyway, that's about it. Um, And we still got 13 minutes, Alan, what you got? Uh, like I say, uh, we got coming up, uh, next Friday night. We got the Mike Duval Memorial race over there. Everybody knows Mike Duval over at Cherokee Speedway, ran there for years and years, then got on the NDRA circuit. And, uh, that's when, uh, back in the seventies, late seventies, early eighties, these racetracks started paying $10,000 to win. And, uh, he was driving, driving the Flintstone flyer yep. for, uh, a guy, Dick Murphy over out of Anderson and, uh, they made, uh, they was just winning left and right, kind of like Jonathan Davenport's doing right now, except uh, his races now are paying $100,000 to a million dollars. But uh, And how much has he won? Hey, he's uh, Jonathan Davenport. He won uh, last Saturday night uh, 
it's the Knoxville Nationals out there. Everybody knows Knoxville Speedway is mostly for sprint cars, but they had the super late miles out there. Uh, had about a three-day deal there to where you had to you had to run some preliminary races to gain points to start the big main event race, and uh, he checked out on them again out there in Knoxville, and uh, I think it paid like a hundred and twenty-five thousand more dollars. So uh, he's pushing a two million dollar year on dirt, <laughs> and uh, I just uh, you don't I ain't gonna say you don't have all that overhead like you do in NASCAR, but uh, usually you just have two guys working with you that travel, they come in, they do do a lot of you know. They got the big motor coaches. They actually sleep in the motor coaches, come out, work on the car. They have their extra motor up in there. That They actually have an extra car sometimes up on top of them haulers. Mm. And uh, if they have a bad night, they'll, they'll, you know, instead of coming all the way back home, they'll pull out the backup car and go right back to racing just like nothing's ever happened. And uh, But uh, when these boys do get time off, uh, they like their time off. <laughs> so do i of course yes. now and you're talking about them not having the big overhead of some of the big nascar teams yeah but they also don't have the deep pockets some of those people have yeah they don't have the deep pockets. but it's but still expensive it's still expensive uh they, they do uh a good super late model motor will still run you which is all aluminum uh, people don't realize that they are lightweight they're all aluminum because these cars don't weigh but about 2400 pounds and uh and they do have to have the big fuel sales period because they have to, most of theirs is like a hundred lap yeah, race, so yeah. they do have a like a thirty-two gallon fuel cell in them. But uh, the fuel cells have come a long way from back in the day. They oh, do yeah. have these deals now. They actually making them where they are. They're like a teardrop. Have you? They're big at the top. They get smaller at the bottom. Okay. Because at the beginning of the race, you want all your weight up high for rollover. Okay. So it, so it kind of roll over on that right rear. And as the race goes on, whenever you get into 60 laps on dirt and stuff, and it really dries out and it starts getting hard like asphalt, now you want all you, you want most of your weight down low, so it's actually funneled down to, you don't, you don't, you know. Well, this teardrop is that's vertically. Yes, that's vertically. That's, that's upside down teardrop type yeah, deal. Yeah. But so uh, it, they, it they also still, helps with fuel pickup, I'd imagine. Too. Yeah, it, it narrows it down to the bottom to where you do have a uh, like Ronnie said, just a. Uh, the fuel pickups down at the bottom, and uh, you do have what we call a return hose and stuff. And uh, but uh, dirt racing until you really get into it and see the the technology it's got into dirt racing, especially with the rear linkage precisions on these cars and stuff. But it, uh, it's just mind-boggling sometimes. And uh, these uh, the, I ain't gonna say NASCAR with the old rear trailing arm suspension that they used to have a year ago, like everybody's talking about, it had done got outdated, and now they go into the four-link system. I mean, not four-link, but independent rear suspension. And uh, they, they, uh, they getting used to it. Yeah. Well, what what kind of, I mean, what chassis does he have, Davenport? Uh, Davenport, he uh Longhorn chassis. A Longhorn. A Longhorn. Who drives uh, uh, a Barry Wright? Uh, we don't have too many driving Barry rights on the, on the super late mall circuit okay. right now. They, uh, they tried to work out a deal. Don't get me wrong. These, these chassis builders, they'll go through a stage to where kind of like drivers. Sometimes you'll get one driver. He's hot. Like John from Davenport well, last year, Brandon Overton. Mm -hmm. Every time you heard me on this radio show last year, Brandon Overton was winning. Brandon Overton. Well, guess what? For some reason, I don't know what the deal is, but all of a sudden either... 
Jonathan Davenport has either found something that nobody else has, and once you find it, you ride that wave till somebody else comes along and puts you back down a notch or two. It's cyclical. I mean, <laughs> it, racing's always it's, cyclical. It's it, what it I, comes it's, around. It's what I call humbling. Okay. It is a humbling sport. It is. You that. can ride that high wave, then you can get up. A, you can get on the bottom of that wave, and it'll whoop you. And <laughs> you just sit there and go, "Man, what can can I ever do anything right?" And mm. when that monkey, or we call it monkey, gets on your back, it's it's just hard to get him off. Well, the got a text here from Mike Hill. Oh, he uh, gives us a great deal of clarification on. Uh, the WeatherTech sports car uh, schedule next week. And um, I think this may be just for the wheeling team, most of it. But um, 8 o'clock is the fuel rig inspection. At 9.15 is warm-up. At 10.50 is driver intro and the grid walk. And uh, lunch on pit lane at the pavilion. And then from 12.30 to 10.30, this is a... Um, eight hour race, and that will be the 25th annual Motul Petit Le Mans. And, uh, that race was, uh, so exciting last year. I'll probably watch it on and off, but not, you know, I sat down. I remember telling you guys last year, I was going to watch it on and off. I ended up watching the whole dadgum race, (laughs) a 10 hour race. And that was, uh, it was worth it for that finish they had. So, uh, um, Thank you, Mike, for sending that in. I'm sorry you guys didn't have a better season, but uh, maybe we can have you on one more time to talk about what's coming up next year and anything else you want to say about NASCAR. We probably could add you on today. We had a lot of extra time, so we just let we just let Linda Vaughn go, which uh, um, she didn't disappoint us. What you well, got I, going I got on feeling, over there? I got a feeling uh, letting Linda Vaughn go is is a lot easier than trying to interrupt her. <laughs> well, it's a lot more polite because <laughs> i just i hate to break in on people but you know you yeah. gotta you gotta keep the show moving and you got maybe a different question and uh you know you gotta it's the art of the interview now when i'm in there when i was a cop interviewing suspects i didn't interrupt them too much but uh this is a different <laughs> sort of thing so uh um linda vaughn um boy i remember her riding on the back of that that uh oh, you know what see and here's another one of the times i was going to interrupt her and say something it was to uh mention deb williams mm-hmm. and i didn't and i it went by and i that was one of the main things i was going to bring yep. up to her was deb williams because we just had her own went through the whole thing because uh i didn't want to do that i didn't want to interrupt her and uh anyway that's the way it turned out so uh anyway ronnie what else you got going on i know well we already... you know with uh, as the race season starts winding down High school football, one of mine, your big loves, is just getting heated up real good, going into region play locally. And next Friday night, your Vikings and my Rebels face off. Where at? That's terrible English. Where? <laughs> at, at, at where? See, I dangled my participle. At where do they play? You know, I can't re- I think we're at Burns this year, but I'm not sure. Okay. And uh, it could end up being the deciding game for the region. Well, um, I'm looking over here at the whiteboard, and it looks like Burns is, I mean, uh, Dorman's 5-0, and oh, and they might have something to say about that. Yeah. It, it's just going to be exciting, and and I'm I'm ready to get into the meat of the schedule. Well, it won't be, uh, I think it's here. 
So yeah, get a big knife and fork <laughs> for the meeting to schedule. Uh, Alan, we any closer to getting the 25T back on the track? Uh, Anything going on with that? I mean, it's getting pretty late in the year to do it. Uh, yes, yeah, getting kind of late in the year, but uh, Mr. Wilson, he keeps on riding by the house and uh, keeps on progging that, you know, we need to be thinking about something. And uh, I told him, I said, well, when you see me pull that boat outside, you know there's one thing that's been pulled out of the corner. And uh, he keeps on riding by the house. He said, I hadn't seen that boat pulled outside yet. <laughs> <laughs> now, where will he be heading tonight? Uh, he'll probably, I don't think they'll be running the 602s at Travers Rest tonight, but uh, he'll probably ride on over there to watch the race. He's uh, he's a dedicated racing fan, and uh, everybody needs to get out here and support these racetracks. If everybody supports racetracks like Mr. Wilson does, uh, boy, our racetracks will be slam-packed every week. Uh He's one of the first ones there, and uh, uh, a lot of times you promoters they are they walk down there and they talk to him, you know, about how can I do things, you know. They don't need to post it up. How can I do things better at the racetrack? You need to just get personal and go down there and sit beside them and say, hey, what what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of the complaints are, you know, which some of these things the promoters don't have nothing to do with, but they are. Some of our races drag out. Whenever you have a bunch of cautions, not promoter's fault, but uh, sometimes these dirt races don't get over to 1, 2 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. stuff like that, which the super late models, like the super late models come in, they do have a stipulation on the super late models in their uh, contract with the racetracks when they show up that they have to start their race by 9 o'clock. And usually you see them traveling because uh, they'll be at Cherokee. The World of Outlaws will be at Cherokee on Friday night. Then they pack up and go somewhere on Saturday night. They do not wait around for payoff. Yeah. They get their checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> checks in the mail. I've heard that one before. I want to mention uh, we had um, Kaylee Tate on last week from K-Bird Racing. She went out to Union from here from the show and won again. And I want to mention that her benefit that she was promoting when she was on the show last week is going on right now. And that is uh, in downtown Cowpens at the uh, at the old True Value. I guess maybe it is a True Value now. It used to be the, Piggly, it was the old Piggly the Wiggly. The old Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, and that's on 110. And uh, that's for the Hammett Grove Baptist Church. And go out there. They got a car show, lots of prizes and everything. And we want to promote that the best we can. Plus, Alan, you reminded me that we still got the uh, uh, the prints from the Lions Club going out there for sale, and they want to uh, um, promote this and hopefully introduce it for sale at the fair. And uh, we might have a little bit of something to say about that, I hope. Maybe. We're working on it. But that's uh, the print that they have is a beautiful picture that of uh, the first turn at a modified sportsman race i guess it was back probably in the late 40s and uh with an old wooden fair uh grandstand yeah we had a roof on it and everything is what i'm trying to say and the ferris wheels in the background and everything and it's just a really nice uh way they've done up this print and um i'm definitely going to get one and alan wants one and i know everybody's going to want one once they see it so uh with a minute to go um alan anything uh, one more like minute I, like i say Travis rest tonight robert bradley memorial and uh 
next Friday night. This will be before we get back on the air. Will be the Mike Duval Memorial. So uh, two good races, two good gentlemen to you know to pay tribute to for all their years in the racing. Yep. And uh, like I say, uh, we're getting down to the end of our racing as far as local. Well, I'm tell you this: I have a wife flying out of here to go down to Florida on Thursday, and she's flying into a hurricane. Yeah. It looks bad. It could be bad here, you know, as far as some rain coming in, but. Uh, you can expect some wet weather uh, yeah. she has next family week. in Florida, right? Yeah. And yeah, she's going to West Palm Beach, and it looks like it may come up the west coast of Florida. But, uh, you know, that's the way it is. We can't do anything about the weather. It has cooled off, though. I think we've seen the last of the 90s. Yay. And, and uh, yeah, yay. <laughs> so uh, just come back next week. We'll uh, tell you what we can about what's going on. We'll have Greg here, and uh, surely he'll get us a good guest. Thank you for everybody we had today, Linda Vaughn. And uh, in the meantime, Natalie, some of them are coming. The rest of you keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. The Blue Hose play here. Listen to Presbyterian College Athletics. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSBG Spartanburg. Breaking NFL news, Buffalo Bills safety Micah Hyde will be 